Are you there? <laughs> oh gosh. Why is it always Sean? <laughs> Wait, is this the aliens talking? Are we being joined by aliens? <laughs> what is happening? Hey, back off, big man. I may work with the chicks, but not with me. Just when I thought I was out, they brought me back in. What we've got here is failure to communicate. She doesn't even go here. Some crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Loose Concept, the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. My name is Elijah Smith, and I'm joined tonight by a guy who, uh, he has 23 different sets of headphones that he likes to alternate between uh, before we start recording. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sean Mackey. (laughs) Yeah. Sean, welcome back to the program. It's my life every day. I just have to try and figure out Bluetooth. It's a... (laughs) It's a science that doesn't want to be understood. All this new technology. <laughs> yeah, just trying to stay alive. How's, yeah. how's our life down south? It's good. We, uh, we It still hasn't snowed down here, so we're still holding out. Still just, just riding the vibes. Yeah, just riding That's the... we like to hear. 40 degree, 50 degree vibes. It's good. We're also joined tonight by the, uh, the paterfamilias of property management, ladies and gentlemen. Rudy Rudolph is back in the house. Rudy, what's up? <laughs> what's up with that word? What what word was that? The paterfamilias? Never heard of it. What is that? Country of origin, please? Have you ever seen uh seen O Brother Where Art Thou? No, I have not. It was just recommended to me by my dad though. Dude, you gotta watch it. We should do that movie on the podcast. That movie rules. Basically That's George George Clooney, right? Yeah, George Clooney's in it and uh he like I don't want to give away the whole plot, but he's coming back to his kids and his kids, you know, aren't recognizing him as their father. And he's like, there's just a joke how he calls himself the paterfamilias. I'm the paterfamilias. I think it means the, 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 the father. The oh, it's like, a, it's like basically. a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a Latin term. Yeah. It's like Latin for like head of the family <laughs> or something. Gotcha. Word. Yeah. Uh, Sean doesn't have any snow, but we're getting nothing but the stuff. Yeah, we've got like two feet, so yeah, it's a real situation. Up absolutely there. dumped on by Father Christmas. Yeah, it might be the last loose concept podcast ever if uh, if I can't get out and get some uh, pop tarts or something. <laughs> but other than that, things are good. Yeah, it's always like that before a storm where people everybody just got to like load up on eggs and milk and Twinkies and Coke. Yeah, I was looking around like we have a pretty small kitchen. But I was like, I could probably survive for like two weeks on the crap that wow, I have. Okay. I pulled out I pulled out a can of Minestrone Campbell's soup nice. today to have. That I bought like right at the beginning of COVID, so it was like from March. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and it was it was great. Was like, Canned can, food, baby. You ended up not needing it for COVID, but you needed it for the snow storm. Exactly, Sean. <laughs> you didn't know what you were buying it for. <laughs> Thank the Lord for preservatives and canned goods. <laughs> a boon to us all. During these these unprecedented times. These unprecedented times. Speaking of uh, being locked down and locked in, I think it's uh, we got a little uh, recommendation here coming up from Sean for a corn stream. Corn still stream. In, doing some some uh, corn streams. If they're you're still locked down for COVID, or if you're uh, like Rudy and I and you're being hit by this uh, nor'easter or whatever it is, um, and you got a ton of snow and you can't leave the house. Uh, Sean's got you locked down with a movie recommendation. What do you got, Sean? 
Well, it's actually a TV show. Okay, <laughs> TV show recommendation. <laughs> For a movie podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, if you have Apple TV+, Plus, you can get a free trial, or it's four ninety nine a month, or you might get it with your Verizon bill. Um, but I would check out Ted Lasso. Uh, Word. Heard, heard a lot about, about it, that yeah. one. It's got Jason Sudeikis. He's an American football coach who goes to um, England and is a coach for an English English Premier League team, and it is hilarious. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Right on. I've heard that's good. Speaking of corn streams, I have an anti-corn stream. Reverse corn what? stream? Lay it on us. What do you got? A corn don't stream? <laughs> A corn trash stream. I got a. I just tried watching WandaVision. Oh yeah. What a what a just an absolute steaming pile that's of trash. garbage. Wrong. Wrong. How far how far along are you? I watched every episode that's available. Snooze. Did, did you watch a lot. The, the last episode was fantastic. Nah, big snooze. I'm out. I only no. watched one episode. I'm done. Sean, you didn't get to like <laughs> the first episode. Doesn't explain anything. Yeah, you it's watch, so like, confusing. It's like I love Lucy. No. He, you're wrong. You you can't. You don't even know how wrong you are because you haven't seen the whole thing. But Elijah, I think there's like a lot of meat there, man. I don't know. I think I'm, I was telling Micah yesterday, my brother Micah. For those of you who don't know him, uh, I was telling him. I think this is the point. I think I'm just officially out on Marvel. I don't know if I can take anymore. I think I I should have just gotten off with uh, Avengers Endgame. That's where the ride ended for me, and I'm just. I think I'm just done with it. I just can't do it anymore. Hmm. That's interesting. I feel like I don't. Maybe, I think. Did you like watch everything that came out when it came out? I Were you like one of those people? I think mostly. Yeah, mostly. I think so. Because I feel like I was a little bit more mellow with it, and there were some that I let slip through. I didn't see like the second Ant Man. Oh, the second Ant Man you know, was pretty see, good. Well, I just like kind of limited myself to the exposure. So I feel like now I'm looking at it, and I haven't really seen anything since Endgame, and I'm kind of in the mood for some Marvel, baby. And I feel like <laughs> this is really, and like, and you know, this kind of like fits into a weird timeline thing where it's like before. I guess it's before the Eric's kind of lines up with the latest Spider-Man movie, but I don't know. It's interesting. I think it's interesting. I think it's like Sean. You have to like give it some time because it's not at all just like I I, I was the same as you. I was like, if this is gonna be a, a Marvel sitcom for the whole time, I'm out completely. But it's not that. You're you're just you're just in the mood for uh you know enough time goes by and everybody's eventually ready for a, another uh, hit of the crack pipe that is the Marvel Cinematic the Universe. That's right, baby. Keeps you coming back for more. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll keep going with it, but I don't know. I feel like I'm getting to the point. It's just I can't take it. I can't do it anymore. But we'll see. Oh wait, I have a quick I have a quick uh, anti corn stream too. We, uh, I think it was three or four episodes ago, we went through the list of Marvel movies. I'm sorry, Netflix movies. Netflix was doing their movie a week thing. Yeah. And uh, so Penguin Bloom came up on my uh, TL. <laughs> Is it out? Can you watch something. it? It's out. You can watch it. I would not recommend watching it because I didn't watch Bloom. it. But I just watched a little uh, burner trailer before, like before you could play it. And first of all, spoiler alert, there aren't any penguins in this movie at all. Oh. Okay. Well, there goes There's, all the interest. A, exactly. It's about some middle-aged lady who's just like trying to find herself and there's like another it's like some sort of bird it's it's in australia it's some sort of like i don't know if it's a kiwi or some kind of other <laughs> weird bird that can't fly that's why they call it penguin because it can't so, fly so they, they like, do they do have the entrance for it on uh, the entry for it on imdb here it's a uh, a family takes an in an injured magpie it makes a, a profound magpie. difference on their lives. Naomi, <laughs> Naomi Watts. How much more lit would it have been, though, yeah. if it was an actual penguin, right? An actual I mean, penguin? Change the whole, the whole vibe. Or if it was someone blooming into 
becoming a penguin they turn into penguins like the lobster (laughs) now we're talking now we got an actual movie on our hands instead we just gotta that's what could have been instead of that we just get this snooze fest family drama with naomi watts no hate for naomi watts she's fine but penguin bloom it's not what we thought it was speaking of depressing news they uh, just just announced today that they're uh, going to be making a Netflix movie on uh, the GameStop stock uh, <laughs> oh fiasco word. that's been going on over the past two weeks, um, starring Noah Centineo, the, uh, who's been uh, commonly referred to as the Internet's boyfriend. I thought that was Chalamet. Yeah. See the Apparently, new boyfriend? The Internet's, the Internet's cheating on Chalamet oh, <laughs> with this guy. He's uh That's he's terrible. most famous for being in uh the kissing booth, I think. Maybe. Some other Netflix movie. I really just have have kind of like one question regarding this uh casting, and that's uh how is Mark Wahlberg not in this movie? Mark Wahlberg had the market cornered on like making movies about events like right after they <laughs> happen. And apparently he's he's out the game now. Yeah. Yeah, it's That's, amazing uh, that they already have like somebody tied to this movie. It's literally been around for like a week. A week. They're already working on writing a script. They saw how much like headspace it was getting in you know, everybody's minds, and it was just like, you know, when you when you when you go to the haircutters and your haircutters talking about it, and then the dentist is talking about yeah, it, true. and then you know, the bus driver's talking about it. It's just that thing that like everyone is talking about it. Once, once the hype, and once the hype train starts rolling, you just can't get it to stop, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to actually see a movie rather than the GameStop. I'd like to see one about the Dogecoin. I'm all in for <laughs> yeah. Dogecoin. I feel like Dogecoin is the future. I don't know. <laughs> it's stupid, and it's just like peak like millennial Gen Z stupidity. Like I still don't really everything's dumb. Don't really understand what it is. It's just like a made up currency. It's like monopoly money basically. It's like monopoly money, yeah. But people are like, this has value. So <laughs> kinda like this podcast. It is a cute like dog, this podcast. So. Sean, are you in or out on the GameStop movie? Um I I wanna see it play out. I feel like I we don't even know what the ending of the movie's gonna be yet. And <laughs> you know, like what where is this going? Um, that's a good. That's a really. That is a very good. Very good in this stupid point. I feel like I'm out like right people, now. I feel like I'm going to be over this, and I'm already. Nobody's over. been arrested yet. Um, like there, yeah, there's I, a lot of things outstanding. How can you start writing a script about something that's still going I on? I mean, like the characters. Like who's the like? It's. Uh, I mean, Wall Street Journal did an article about the guy who supposedly started this whole thing, but yeah, it's like. <laughs> I don't know. They're moved. They've already moved on to silver. So <laughs> he's gonna be. He's gonna be playing a char- a character called like Potato Face sixty nine. LOL or something. <laughs> oh man, we live. We live in the dumbest of times. We do. It's like that. Uh, that meme I sent you guys. <laughs> that that penguin or whatever saying every day we move further from God. <laughs> That's one of my favorite pictures. <laughs> Where is that? Like. <laughs> I think it's like some distorted image from like Phineas and Ferb or something. I don't really know, but uh, it's just the absolute best. This weird-looking bird. Oh my word! Oh man, I'm losing it. Gather yourself, Rudy. Yeah. Uh, so. Okay. All right. And there's still We're time back. for them to announce that uh, Mark Wahlberg is going to be in this. Um, but you know, every, everything's on the table. You guys getting the reference? He's in that Deepwater Horizon. 
That came out like two yeah, weeks really after the, the BP oil spill. <laughs> he was in the Patriots Day movie, which came out after like the Boston Marathon oh, bombing, yeah. like a month after that. He's got to he's got to be in this movie. Then. That dude, that dude's ready, always ready to go. He could be like, um, he could play Biden. He could play Biden. <laughs> he could not play Biden. That's what you know. What when you wake up at three thirty every morning, you just have plenty of time to make movies. Sit around and stuff that happened that. yesterday. Anyway, we're, what are we doing here? We're, we're doing a podcast. Movie podcast. <laughs> this is a podcast about, about memes, memes and movies. That's our that's Meme our socks. spinoff podcast. Movie memes. Now let's uh, let's gather ourselves. Time to get, time to I think buckle down to business and get what to get to uh, what the people are really here for. What they've been clamoring for. I don't know if anybody actually watched this movie, but uh, this this week's feature film of the week. We're going to be talking about Anyone want to introduce it? <laughs> the little things. You know, you and I are a lot alike. Why is that? I got six bodies. Why is that? We got something. We just don't know what it is. In another lifetime, we could be friends. Why? Why not? Why is that? Why is that? We know. You know. The Little Things, only in cinemas. The Little Things. It's the, you know, it's the little things. It's just the little things, Granny. It's the little things, sweetheart. It's the little things that count. Serial killer. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to offer a spoiler warning. Yes. At the beginning yes. of this, spoiler warning. We will spoil this movie. We are going you, to be talking but, spoilers. If you haven't seen the little things yet, yeah. go get the the free trial run of HBO Max. Watch the little things and then come back and listen to this episode. Word. That's that should be satisfactory. Satisfactory warning. Yep. We're not going to be talking about anything else until the the very end of the episodes. If you want to fast forward to like the last maybe four minutes, maybe then we'll talk about the movie for next week or whatever. But for now, we're breaking down the newly released "The Little Things." Just came out the 29th of January in theaters and on streaming. It's got a very simple bio on a uh, IMDb. Uh, yeah. Two cops track down a serial killer. That's yeah. it. That's the whole synopsis right there. And that's pretty much it. It's pretty much the movie. Um, starring, you know, Denzel, the goat, as some people like to call him, the legend, Denzel Washington, Rami Malik, Jared Leto, and then just a whole ton of randos. Um, <laughs> a whole it's ton like they really of really blew out the blew out the budget on the top three and then just you know, <laughs> whoever whoever you can get for the rest of it. Cop number three. They sent out sent out a sent out a casting call and it was like, Wanna be in a movie with Denzel? <laughs> and then just whatever riffraff walked in the door, that's who they, they got to play the other roles. Hey, there's some good people. Natalie Morales. She's been in some stuff, I think. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't use her more. Cause she's I yeah, mean, she's not Tom, famous, but Tom's girlfriend well from known. Parks and Rec. What'd you say, Rudy? Tom Haverford's girlfriend in Parks and Rec. Who wasn't uh, Tom Haverford's girlfriend? I know. The dude got the him. Dude got it going on. <laughs> got him. I haven't watched much much Parks and Rec to be able to say that either way. 
or even know who you're talking about, but uh, sure, yes, she was in that. Um, let's let's kick off the let's get into the groove here. Best best part about the movie. Um, the heavy crime noir vibes. Um, mm. I didn't realize this movie was in the '90s until like 45 minutes in when I started <laughs> yeah, feeling same. like retweet. Are retweet. All, is everyone driving old cars? Um, what's going on? <laughs> why here? is he using a beeper? Yeah, why? <laughs> I think it was the pager that I was like, oh, well, he has a pager because it's like more secure than a cell phone. I was like, no, I think this movie's in the '90s, and I had to like rewind it some and be like, yeah, they're all like '90s cars. It was yep. just such like an absurd, um, random thing. Like it, it was totally unnecessary to the plot of the movie to have it be in the '90s. It's I know. just like they were trying to pull like a Wonder Woman and be like. Hey, hey, the 90s, right? Yeah. I think, though, that like this whole movie falls apart without cell phone, like with a cell phone, right? If everyone has a cell phone, uh, then maybe. it's like maybe the beginning scene yeah. is gone. Like mm, that's the jogging true. scene, like people don't disappear anymore, I guess. <laughs> yes, they do. That's a good point. <laughs> people definitely, nice. definitely still disappear, but it, um, it would create So that, some and then I would say Denzel is another best part. Yeah. That's the obvious one. Sean, don't take all of them. You get to stick with that go, one. Sean. Let's okay. let's go to Rudy and then we can come back to you. Okay. You can come back. <laughs> um to me the best part was the converging narratives oh, of Jimmy and words. Deacon. Wow, look at I this know, guy. Kind of deep, right? Pulling yeah, out the fancy words. <laughs> you sound like you're actually a host of a movie podcast. Yeah, right. Um <laughs> I read it on a Reddit subthread. Yeah, I read it on so a I'm just pulling it and reading it verbatim. But no, just like the way that you know, Jimmy is Deacon from five years ago, and he's kind of going through the same things and trusts him, but is kind of wary of him because every you know Jimmy's trusts Deacon, but he's also wary of him because of everybody telling him how terrible he was. Yeah. Um. But yeah, very interesting, well written. I thought my uh my best part was a little like I think it didn't last more than five seconds, but it was a, a five second slow mo walk by Denzel out of the thrift store with his new non cop threads on oh yeah he's got just the the flowy shirt the gigantic jacket he's wearing the black pants and the cowboy boots he's just crushing it that's the best part of the entire movie he's like walking in (laughs) slow-mo and there's like some intense music playing in the background and that's literally all i came to this came to this movie hoping for and uh i got it so just denzel just a lot of driving and cars just bros driving in cars right i mean that's Right, which it's is one of our founding which we've, principles. We've said from the beginning of this podcast is really you know the best part of every movie. It's yeah, just the, the yeah. bros just driving stakeouts. Um, I would also say the one of the I was going to say the other best part is the tense beginning where the Out girls the girl. getting chased. I feel like that's yeah. it, it. Kind of you know I was like oh yeah the, the, I, you know, this is a thriller. I need to I need to buckle in um, because I was watching it late at night and it was you know it's a little little. <laughs> a little spooky um gets your heart race going but i thought that was if the rest of the movie was like that first 10 minutes i think it could have could have been uh I, I won't i won't say right now well let me uh before we go any further let me read you a, a text conversation i was having with rudy oh great <laughs> you see the this is rudy talking you see the little things yet then i say oh yeah just watched it last night actually haha then he says was it scary I said, 
Mm, no, suspenseful at some points, but not too bad. There's a few scenes with dead bodies that are a little gross, but my mom watched the whole thing, so I don't think it's too bad. <laughs> she was talking about getting up and leaving if it got too creepy for her, and she never did. And then I wrote, is Ashley not sure if she wants to watch it? And then Rudy replies, dot, 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 ha, 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 ha. Uh, yeah, that's totally why I was asking. Yep, for Ashley, totally. Uh, so I'm I, out on scary movies. I've said this, this is my this is my this is my position. I've I've taken a stand, and I'm not afraid to put it out there. I'm out on scary movies. I feel like my mind is pretty uncorrupted by horror, and I want to keep it that way. I hey, sleep very good at night. I don't have bad dreams often. Nothing wrong with that. Maintain innocence. Don't become old and callous like Sean and I. Hey, I hate scary <laughs> movies too. It wasn't this wasn't it wasn't like I'm not a big yeah, scary I'm, movie guy. There's some They gross had this parts. labeled as a a crime a suspense crime thriller, I think, and that's pretty yeah, much that's exactly what it, what it was. It sort of fit exactly yeah. into or a psychological crime thriller and it, it was pretty yeah, much was exactly that. So psycho something. Well, uh let's let's pivot into the worst. Rudy, we'll let you start this off. Was it too scary for you? Is that your worst part? No, it wasn't too scary. In fact, uh, I think one of the problems with this movie was the pace. I feel like, you know, there's a couple scenes that are just, like, slow and dragged on. And I think there's, it's one thing, like, I think they were trying to go for, like, a methodical pace. Like, the way that Jared Leto walks throughout the movie, he's very, like, slow just burn. very methodical and slow and chill and, like, creepy. But I just felt like there were some scenes that just are like, come on, let's go already. And like in a thriller, you kind of want to be, you know, you want to have some sort of tension throughout where you're kind of like on the edge of your seat. And this one I just felt was kind of like, you know, there are parts where you were able to take a break and kind of, I feel like if, it would have been better without that. Yeah, I would say yeah. the same thing. The pacing, yeah. it was it was a classic slow burn. Um, but I kind of liked the pacing at the first 10 minutes, like the very tense, um, fast yeah. pace. And it would have been, I think, there were some interesting scenes with um, Denzel kind of being very, at the beginning of the movie, you can kind of sense that he used to do this as a job. Um, he's just picking out different, like, did anybody check those fingerprints on the on the windowsill um so i liked yeah. those parts of the slowness of it where he's yeah. he's really thinking hard but i think it was honestly once they identify jared leto's character as a potential um suspect is when everything just comes to a halt where they're just kind of doing a lot of stakeouts just watching following him along um and it would have been good i think if there's some kind of chase scene in there or something to pick it up because it is it just you know was was slow in a lot of areas and, and it and it felt like it was a full two hours i think for me the worst part of it was uh jared leto's uh fake belly <laughs> there were a bunch of scenes where it was just like i think the first scene where he was interrogated he walks into the interrogation room and it slow so clearly looks like a couch pillow he has just like stuffed up in his shirt <laughs> and it's like come on the costume department could have done a little bit better and, I, and this sort of goes along with uh with what um sean was saying about the 90s vibe but like that suit rami malik was wearing is no not a 90s suit that's like no. 2012 
J Crew yeah, fresh suit right <laughs> yep. there. That's there's that is yeah. not nineties. So that's that's gonna be the worst for me. The costume department just could have could have pulled it together a little bit better, you know. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't the only one because that scene where like so. the cops go by and the paddy wagons and then the and then the van, I was like, what the heck is going on here? Like, the wireless cars so old. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like every car is old. Those are new cop cars. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. No, I knew it was definitely supposed definitely supposed to be 80s, but I don't know something about it. Just I mean 90s. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It didn't seem just seem sort of like extraneous, I guess. So anyway, that's that's my worst. The costume department pulled together. Like, look at an actual '90s movie to see what kind of suits they were wearing. Jeez, nobody's <laughs> wearing that slim no. fit suits in the '90s. Come on. You think Rami Malek like requested that? He's like, I'm not wearing that baggy stuff. He's like, I'm not hurting my image. <laughs> Wearing shoulder pads. I only do slim fit suits. <laughs> That's my Rami Malek impersonation. It's, not it's a good one. But, you know, could use some work. And let's, uh, let's keep the train on rolling. We gotta keep this train rolling. And to uh, cut a scene, add a scene. <laughs> I love getting that, sliding that in there. This actually, uh, this actually ties in with um, mine. I'll start kick it off this segment mine actually ties into sean's best i want to cut out the scene of the girl at the beginning the girl witness <gasps> really? but it was kind of like i you know hearing you say as like a vibe setter that does sort of make sense i can see that a little bit but um other than that it didn't really have any impact on the movie um and she, like she didn't really do any play a role in the movie like truly other than i guess to like spoil the one their, that got away. their interview with him. But for the most part, it just seemed like sort of extraneous. So I'm going to cut that scene out. And instead of that, I'm going to add in some more scenes with uh, Denzel and the mortician who I don't, I don't know who played that played the, uh, the woman in the morgue, but she was crushing it. Yeah, dude, that last her scene where Flo they show in the movie, her covering up for him. Yeah. Just like two. That's just, whew. her name is Michael, Michael Hyatt. She was fantastic. Really? <laughs> yeah, she, was Michael Hyatt. she was great in this oh, movie. Man. So That's funny. Michael Hyatt. And just wanted a few There's more scenes Michael with her Hyatt. and Denzel. Maybe they go on an, an actual date at the end. Maybe they end up together. You know, why not? They had great great chemistry, great vibes. So that's what I'm adding in. I'm adding a little bit a little bit more of her. Word. Word. I love whenever it just says word and it's like, okay, good, good. Glad we had this conversation. Great. The guy that <laughs> good content. Sean, I, I I can only I'm the I'm the only one who's allowed to say word word. Yeah, um, Sean, you're you're stealing Rudy's catchphrase. Sorry, uh, D <laughs> coffee with um that his old partner uh, Sal Rizzoli, and yeah, I feel I like their chemistry and kind of they have a past and you know like you were saying with Flo like it would have been good to have a little more scenes of like, cause I think that's a central theme throughout the movie is he's kind of maybe chasing some ghosts, chasing some demons in his past. And so I, I would have liked to have more Sal be with Deke trying to figure out, is this the same killer? Cause I feel like Rami Malek's character, um, detective Baxter, I, I think it was a little strange that he like warmed up to Deke so quickly and he's just sort of like, yeah, because he seemed like a hot shot type character who's 
doesn't want yeah. help from like the old geezer guy who got run out of town. And so I would have liked to have a more um I guess it just seemed a little off putting that they warmed up to each other so easily. And so I think it would yeah. have been good if Deke and Sal were, were buddies against Detective Baxter kind of working in the background trying to find the killer well, like and I said, beat Sean, each other to Sa- it. J- Jimmy and Deke are kind of like cut from the same cloth, you know? just takes a couple interactions for them to really start clicking because they're yeah. they're like the same person, right? Yeah, yeah they're kindred true. spirits. They're boon yeah, companions. Kindred. Yeah, they both had two daughters. Yeah, a lot of similarities. But so I'm cutting kind of their buddy buddiness early on yeah. and having some more um sal in there so that's my cut of scene sal's mustache was freaking sick though so i'm definitely on board yeah <laughs> Sign me up. rudy what do you got what are you cutting out and yeah. adding do you want me to explain to you so, how this segment works no i got it um i'm you cutting cut out a scene, scene where and then you add a scene in in its place Bl- verbal meme blinking guy <laughs> Um, I'm cutting out, per my worst part, the bus chase scene. The scene where they're chasing him yeah. after he gets on a bus. It's just like the slowest chase scene I've ever seen in my yeah. life. They're in traffic. Just like slowly follow him to the strip club and slowly follow him. It was just so dumb. And, I, and like, I also didn't think the scene where like Jimmy was with Jared Leto, was with uh, Albert on their way out into the hills, like... That scene was kind of weird. And then how did he know to turn off on that exit? Like, it was just an instincts thing? That probably never would have happened, you know? Like, I thought I don't he know could about you guys, see him turn there? I don't think he could. I don't. Maybe that was implied. I don't, I don't know. I just thought it was, like, kind of vague. So yeah. I'm cutting both those scenes out. I think it'll speed up the movie a little bit. And in its place, you know, my second least favorite thing about this movie is, like, the way it mm. concludes where... You, you don't really know. You don't really know if he's the killer. And, but I think he is. I think everyone thinks he is. <laughs> and I would have really liked for a scene where, like, you have the red beret scene, but it's actually legitimate Brett. and it's not, like, you know, a, 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 a fake thing that Deacon, like, makes up to make Jimmy feel better about himself. I feel like that's just kind of, it makes him look good, but it also, like, doesn't really solve the case for you, which yeah, I would yeah, like a little bit of more resolution. Knows. Well, I mean, yeah, do, let's have that discussion. Do we think that Jared Leto was the killer or not? You guys, you're, you think he was? You know what? No, I said that, but I don't think he was. I think he was <laughs> not the killer. Your mind. I, don't think he, I don't think he was either. And that's what I, I was sort of contemplating was. was the whole issue with Denzel's plan is that as soon as another person gets murdered, Rami Malek's character is going to know that Denzel lied to, <laughs> lied to him about this guy being the killer, right? Well, I think he's off the force. I think he's How like, is he? That, that, that's kind of like implied, like we miss him already. I, I mean, it could have been like, oh, he's taking a break, but it seemed like he was done. No, he you know what? what I think he did, did do he it. Transferred I think, I think uh, what's his name, Spasma or something? I think he did do it. Sparma. Sparma. He was a creepy freaking Just guy, man. Make, the, make the case, Sean. Make the case. I remember in the first, and I need to rewatch the first 10 minutes, but remember they show his boots? Um, the guy who's chasing the girl before he gets out, they show boots, and they're these heavy kind of work boots, they're like black boots. Yeah, right? and he wore black boots like all the time. So I just need to watch it again to see if he has that same 
kind of limp. Was he limping? Yeah, I yeah. need to rewatch it. But what really I think made it solidify, which is I think is one of the, one of the creepier parts, was when you hear the chair turn when he walks into the appliance repair shop. Uh, Deke and he's listening the entire time. How is he, he? He can't see him at first, but he just hears like, "Hey, I want." You know, your appliance stuff. And he never says I'm a cop, but he he almost has the intuition that, like, they're looking for me. Um, so I need to pay attention to what's going on here. Because at that point, he didn't know, like, oh, the ref- how would he have known the refrigerator's out? And, yeah, I did the refrigerator for that built. Like, there's there's no reason why he should be suspicious of someone coming in and getting the records. Um, yeah. unless he did and it. I guess there's the whole like thing of the beer and her having the beer right. in the, the refrigerator and then the, her having the, ro- the roast beef or she was eating the roast yeah, beef or whatever gave and the he roast always orders the, the roast beef yep yeah. and I the guess... pizza was sideways that was another thing like the pizza was folded and then they said he went out to Detroit but that's not really is that east coast enough or do they fold their pizza in Detroit I know it's a New York thing I don't know I yeah. think he has a police scanner. <laughs> Counterpoint: He's just a dude who's having a hard time making friends, and he just wants—he just wants to have some friends. He had great no. manners throughout the movie. Yeah, he had great manners. He's just trying to find find some homies, no. and then when he thought these guys were messing with him, he's just like, "Oh man, they're messing with me. All right, I'm gonna mess with them back. I'll call the police on them." Well, I feel like somebody who's like wrapped up in that would not invite the detective. To come out to this creep, I don't know. I just felt like that was almost like shoving it in his face. Like you're never gonna be able to put this on me. Yeah. It goes back to like in that one scene. Um, Deke goes across the street and is like that. He came back and watched. Like he wants to to be part of like the crime, like the solving of the crime. So he wants to get buddy buddy with um, Deke and Jimmy and like lead him astray yeah i don't know i just oh. i the the, the chair he turn say he's... did it for me i was like he did it and then he creepily looks over <laughs> with those like crazy eyes <laughs> he does say he's a crime fan like crime fanatic though and those people are out there like there's people that are really into crime yeah but they're not being able to look at those pictures and not be like oh my word that's awful I'll never, I'll never uh, defend any of the characters that Jared Leto plays, but um, this one, you know, if the guy's just looking for some bros, you know, you gotta, gotta feel some sympathy. For so him. I think he did it. What do you guys both think? <laughs> I think, I think he did. I think he didn't do it. I think he didn't. It's more, it's more interesting, like thought experiment. If he didn't do it, than if he did. Yeah, I think he didn't do it either. I think he was just playing with, with Jimmy. Yeah. driving him out to the desert yeah so look at all those those holes he dug yep anyway speaking of jimmy S- speaking of jimmy let's talk recast a role because i want i have some i have some serious thoughts on uh on uh the casting of this movie i'm gonna say elijah before right off the outset you and i are gonna have one in common you have do you have several for do you have several in mind i have a few a few different ideas okay let me hang I, on I, i'm gonna say we have one in common Go for it. Hang on, I'm pulling something up first. I just want 
before we go, this plays into my into my recast, but this this tweet I saw perfectly sums up the movie for the main issue with this movie for me. This is a tweet from uh, Dance Remix on Twitter, nice. but um. He wrote a tweet about this movie saying, Jared Leto is probably in the top 1% of creepy looking people alive. And he's giving it everything he's got in the little things. And on his best day, going all out as a serial killer suspect, he's still not even half as creepy as Rami Malek is while just trying to act normal. (laughs) And for me, that perfectly encapsulated the movie because the whole time you're watching it and you're looking at Rami Malek and you're like, did this guy do it? Am I supposed to be thinking he did it? Because Rami Malek is just yeah. cannot help but give off like a shifty vibe, you know? Yep. Yep. That's such a good tweet. I so love it. That, that sort of, you know, that I'm using that as the thesis statement for my recast a role. And so I'm, I was just wondering if you swap Jared Leto and Rami Malek, if Jared Leto plays the young, young buck cop and Rami Malek plays the supposed potential serial killer does the movie work is it does it work better it's a better movie i totally think so that's a good swap i think i think i would i think i would i would like that swap jared leto's got more charisma like he'd be more like charismatic and like gung-ho whereas rami Rami malik is has more creepiness factor where he'd be like yeah this guy is definitely a serial killer oh yeah 100 percent and I think too, it'd be interest. It'd be more interesting to see Jared Leto play like someone who's like normal than it would be to see Rami Malek do it. You know, like yeah, we don't really see Jared Leto play normal people very often, so I think that might be an interesting twist. But if not, I was also thinking, you know, you could definitely go like a Michael B. Jordan in this. You know, as sort of like a uh, a repeat the past Hot type shot. of a thing. Yeah. Or even if you want to get real deep, John David Washington, you know, why there not? There it is. There why it is. Why not go crazy There's... and have him play the, the young cop? <laughs> that's that's um, the one I had that I knew there was going to be crossover. Because that just makes sense. Because then you have like the third la- layer of like, that's my boy, the hug at the end. Yeah. There'd be like much more, there'd be a much better connection between the two of them. It would accentuate all the good things about the movie being, you know, the comparison between yeah. these two characters. It would, that would be tight. Yeah. So that, that's, that. I feel like it could work. Um, and then I was also thinking maybe someone like Boyd Holbrook, or you could just like lean all the way into, um, you're like this young cop being like pure and like someone really like unadulterated and innocent and go almost with like a Chris Evans of like a guy who doesn't, you know, really know, like just someone who is like all the way, um, totally like naive about the ways of the world, maybe and a little more like pure and uh maybe go that route but rami malik playing that role is just he's too like unintentionally you just suspect him of being possibly the serial killer himself you know (laughs) like when she wakes up in the middle of the night and he's out there on the porch you're like did he just get back from killing someone (laughs) (laughs) i don't know could be uh yeah so so that's the so that's, that's what the, I got. The John David Washington was definitely on my radar too, and I think that works. Um, and then my other option for him would be Robert Pattinson, just to kind of give it some more Ooh, hot shottiness yeah, and uh, just you know. just sticking with the uh, the two loose concept endorsed young buck actors out there right now. The there two you go. we keep Absolutely. coming back to. Yep. 
Get him on the pod. I had uh, Toby Maguire as uh, Albert Spasma. Let's go. That'd be flames. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That well, was such a good call. <laughs> well, you know, like when Spider when uh, Spider Man kind of ha- goes to that like emo stage. Like I want that, but like yeah. he's been in that state for like ten years. Let's go. I feel like that good would be call, Sean. That'd be a good swap out. That'd be incredible. That is so, darn it. Why didn't I think of that? That's such a, <laughs> that's such a good take. I thought you were going to say that. that. So I had. No, I wish I did. I love that, though. That's great. Thank you. Hot take. Hot that, take alert. Is that all you got? Yeah, that's all I got. It's the only one that's Speaking needed. of actors, the actors I forgot. I just want to do a quick detour onto last week's uh, actors, top 10 actors list. Someone I forgot to put on there. Not Toby Maguire, although he's definitely an honorable mention. Uh, Sean Bean. We were oh, talking about a. Uh, I don't know what brought saved. it up, but why? How did I not put Sean Bean on my top ten? So I think I would like. <laughs> yeah. If I was going to readjust, I would pull out John David Washington just because he's so young. Put him in the honorable mentions and put Sean Bean in that. You know. I respect that. Sean Bean. He's kind of like just plays the same guy every single time. Oh no, yeah, and it's always great <laughs> every time. <laughs> uh. It is always great. Sean Bean is so. top notch in his his role. He he just knows how to play it. He's just like, this is who I am, and I'm gonna top of his I'm class. Your guy. As we uh, as we wrap it up here, let's get into some uh, some miscellaneous questions, miscellaneous notes. I just wrote jotted this down about three quarters of the way through the movie. Is uh is Rami Malek a bad actor? Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I think, kinda think he's not very good. Well, he, he can't talk, really he can't really hide himself in a role. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's just very. I feel like all he. I don't know. There's not a lot Be of nice. emotion, and because that no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm never not nice about these segments. There's not a lot of emotion. He just maybe he could have like. Uh, I don't know. Even yeah. when he's doing emotional scenes, he still doesn't like look very like emotional. I don't know. No, he's just I sort feel, of wooden, yeah. I guess. Which can work if you're playing characters that are supposed to be sort of wooden, but I, in this role especially, I was just had me questioning. I was like, I don't know if this guy's actually good or not. No, the whole like the whole idea of like him being broken up and like emotional and loving his family it's just like all, it just seems like pasted onto this yeah. really weird strange yeah guy. it's like he doesn't yeah, love this he on the head. he's kind of a psycho yeah he's kind of like eh. yeah exactly it's kind of weird all right well good i'm not alone in thinking that i got a question for you guys uh <clears throat> excuse me Bless you. the scene where denzel <laughs> thank you the scene where denzel goes into the thrift shop and then comes out with the coffees right and he notices that the two of his uh, the two the bad guy and uh, Jimmy take have taken off. <laughs> That's a moral dilemma, because do you chuck the coffees like he he did and litter, or do you run down the street with two perfectly full coffees, <laughs> delicately balancing them? I know you're not littering. There's no way you're chucking them. <laughs> you might like, where's the nearest garbage can? <laughs> just like done. Or you pour out the coffee and you, you fold it up and put it in your pocket. I do hate litter litterers. This is my number one number one pet peeve is people littering. <laughs> so personally, personally, I probably would not. But I think if you're a normal person, you you probably just chuck them. 
That's probably the move. Why does why does he stay at that really bad motel? Because he's old school. He likes to get into the into the scene, into the, the local uh, town, and doesn't like to be far away. I thought for sure they were gonna go with like a you know flight type route where Denzel Washington is just like on coke and he's like hooking up with prostitutes and stuff. Uh, I thought that was gonna yeah. be the, the narrative there. <laughs> Who's heading that way? Thankfully, it didn't because I don't like that version of Denzel acting. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think he was just supposed to show he's like he likes to be in it, you know, in the yeah. thick of it. I I had this sneaking suspicion the whole time that it's actually De- Deacon Denzel Washington's character that was the serial killer. Until the yeah. until yeah, that, the very I, end, I was like, sure. he's the serial killer. Yeah, and then when he shoots that girl, it sort of all makes sense though why yeah. he's being yeah, sort why, of cagey. Yeah, it's not. What would it take for you to get in a car with a person you suspect of being a serial killer? Oh, yeah. No dice. Because that scene with uh, where Robbie Malik is like standing there looking at it, it's like, I don't think anything, literally anything in the whole world could bring me to get in that car with that guy. No. I would I go know. get in go. my car and I would f- just follow him, you know, at the very least. Yeah, how did he not think of that at all? He's like... That's not an option. I can't do that. <laughs> I have to get in this car with him. This is the only Same option. Same with that girl at the beginning. That just like massive mistake on her part to, to get out of the car. Why would you, you not, get out of the car? Just, no. Yeah, you see those lights on the horizon and you just go as fast go, as you go, can. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Freaking book it. It's just like a straightaway road. See, you know, put let's let those horses run, baby. 120 miles per yeah. hour all the way into the city and if if a cop stops you before then well then you have a perfectly good perfectly no, just good keep going you can tell them why yeah <laughs> make him make the cop chase you exactly yeah no i would Bad i mean that's i think it's just part. one of those moments where you're just screaming at the tv and you're just like why no don't get out that door is locked <laughs> don't do it <laughs> Why are you doing this? But that's a perfect moment where like a cell phone would be like, oh, let me just call 911 real quick. Right. That's true. That's true. Case solved. <laughs> that's why they had to put it in the 90s. Turn on my find my friends. Well, let's wrap it up. Top 20? No. No. But it's a good movie. This is enjoyable. Is it top five Denzel? No. No. Did you guys hear that uh, Denzel <laughs> mentioned John Q? No. He said, he was like just mentioning like, oh yeah, like the public. And he was like, John Q, you know, like just random person. Uh, and I was like, huh, he snuck that in there. Snuck it in. I see what you did. But. Yeah. It's not on my top 20 either, but. It was fun to watch a new movie. think about. Yeah. Yeah. Like right when it came out. So that was, that was cool. Next week on the pod. We're going to be getting into a, uh, we're not watching a new movie. We're watching a, 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 well, it's not really like a super old movie. Recent, recent history. Um, We're getting into the holiday spirit. You know, we got Valentine's Day coming up next week. So uh, we thought, why not do a little, uh, little romantic comedy action? You know, send out some, some love, celebrate love day for all the people out there. So uh, we're going to be breaking down. The Will Smith classic, Hitch. Hitch, you can't slow that one down when you when you announce it. It's just Hitch. It's just, Hitch. Hitch. <laughs> Hitch. You can't Hitch. really even say it in like Hitch. a voice. It's too short. So yeah, tune in for that next week. Um, 
hopefully going to have a special guest appearance on that one. A new guest making their podcast debut. Um, so stay in the loop for that. And uh, yeah, we didn't have anything in the Pony Express this week, except for Greg wrote us a DM on Instagram saying to make the podcast episodes shorter. So right now we have one, you, one person saying perfect length and uh, one person saying uh, shorten, the, shorten the podcast. So, <laughs> so we don't we're calling know. that a tie for now. But if you have thoughts on whether the show should be longer or shorter, shoot us an email to uh, looseconceptpod at gmail.com. Or you can also message us on Instagram at Loose Concept Pod. Um, yeah, get in touch. If not, if you have any thoughts about this movie, any of the other movies, have any takes on our our, our actor selections for our top 10 actors, um, yeah, shoot us an email. Get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll probably most likely 100% read it on air. <laughs> so do all yes. that stuff. And remember to always keep it. Keep it. Loose and keep it <laughs> conceptual. I drink your milkshake. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. A sack of wine. Now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Is it still raining? I hadn't noticed. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. I am an FBI agent. I don't like sand. It's coarse. Rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere, everywhere, everywhere.